0: today, that we would have room in our heart for you, that, Lord, we wouldn't say we're too busy, or we're too tired, or we're too anxious, or we have too much to do, but we would make room for you, Jesus, yes, Lord. because you are our life, you are the life, you are our breath. Lord, you grant us your presence, your blessing. And so, Lord, we just pray today, let let our hearts be a manger for you to come Mm -hmm. and that every day would also be the reminder of the resurrection, the cross that you were crucified on and the tomb that you rose up and came out of for our victory. We walk in victory because of what you did. Mm-hmm. And we pray that 2024 would be the year that every single day this body of believers proclaims, Lord, let us be the manger yes, where you can come. And let us believe and walk in the victory of your resurrection. Mm-hmm. Jesus, keep us from settling in to nothingness. Yes. Keep us from settling in to things that are only going to pull us away from you, God. And draw our hearts to you. That everything we do, everything we say, everything we think, everything we hear, we dedicate to following Jesus. We promise you, Lord, we will follow you into 2024. And everyone who agrees
1: said, Amen. 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 Good morning. Is everybody awake? Awake now. We just worship and praise the Lord. Amen. God is good all the time. I need my glasses on, and I need Grace up here. Amen? Come on down, Grace. Time to take up an offering. Father, I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, that this is the last day of the year that we'll take up an offering for your kingdom, Lord God. But it will be the beginning of a new year after tonight. Lord, I praise you and thank you, Lord, for what you've done this past year and what you're going to do this coming year. Lord, and we just pray that you would bless us, bless the work of our hands, that you would prosper us in this coming year, that, Lord God, as we close out 2023, we look forward to 2024 and what you're going to do. Lord, and we just praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I do not have a long sermon today, but I'm just going to trust God. What are you guys, praising the Lord over there? (laughs) Did I say that? They're all laughing. Well, I didn't hear hallelujah, so that's good. All right. Scriptures. You got your scriptures? We're going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 1. Verses 3 through 28, I believe, and also uh, 1 1, 3 through 14, and also we're going to be reading in Joel chapter 2 28 through 32. So today we say goodbye to 2023 and hello to 2024. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for a new year to begin. Amen. I think of the year that went by last year. And I think of how chaotic and crazy it was. And I think, was God the author of all that chaos and craziness? And I would have to say no. I feel like I've worked harder. I'm more tired than ever before. But I'm more concerned over the direction of our country and the future of our free America and our family than ever before. I've tried listening to the prophets to seeing what they have to say about this coming year. And all they do is confuse things even more. Because you get some saying one thing and you got one saying another thing. And it's just chaos and that's not of God. But I, when I look at the world and the mess that the world is in, the way the weather's been going, I mean, it was 50-some degrees here on on Christmas Day in upstate New York. We haven't had any frost to even count on or think about. I know the winter is still, still kind of early. We still got to go through January, February, and March, but... Uh, but it just seems like everything's out of whack and out of order. You know, we got wars and rumors of wars. We got things going on in Israel that we need to really be paying attention to in this coming year. It's one thing that I think we should do is be watchmen over what's going on over in the Middle East, what's going on in Israel. And we need to be praying for the peace of Jerusalem all the time. So. And that's something that we need to put on our prayer list for 2024. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for Israel. God commands us to, and if we do, and to bless Israel, then he'll bless us. He promises us a blessing. Amen. So we need to be praying for our family and loved ones more than ever. You know, all these things I know, but all these things we need to do, you know. These are things that I want to work on in the coming year, in 2024, things that I need to work on. The world's in a mess. We got volcanoes erupting. We got economic instabilities. Housing market's not that good anymore. The cost of living's gone up. Wages are going up. Does it sound like fun yet? (laughs) No. It's a mess. It's a big mess. All of this stuff that's going on right now is all going on at once. As well, God written it and what God told us beforehand that all this would take place. And that's even more of the reason why we need to be looking toward God. And not looking toward the world. Amen. God is not the author of all this chaos. The devil is. God is and has everything in control. He always has. And he always will. And that's just one of the many reasons we need to focus on him more in 2024. Amen. The Bible teaches us that God is sovereign, and His sovereignty is an essential aspect of who God is. God is sovereign, just like God is love. It's part of who He is. He is the supreme authority, and He is the absolute power over all things. And he is very active. God works all things according to his counsel and will. God works all things according to his counsel and will. Does that mean everything that's under the sun is not new and God knows? Basically, because he is supreme. No matter how complex or difficult, or chaotic. Our lives are, or the world is, God is in control. He's already worked out a solution. He already has a plan. And he wrote it down for us in his word. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 4, it said, Blessed is the God and Father, our Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavens in Christ. For he chose us in him before the foundations of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of his glorious grace that he lavished on us in the beloved one, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. That he richly poured out on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mysteries of his will, according to his good pleasure that he purposed in Christ, as a plan, as a plan for the right time to bring everything together in Christ. I believe we are in that timing of God's plan of being in the right time. We are in the right time right now. God, who knows all, who's sovereign over all, has all authority, has put you in this earth, in this world, in this moment in time, at the right time. Because he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He not just knew you, he predestined you. That means you have a destiny, a calling on your life, that we need to find out what that is. You need to find out what that calling is, and the only way to find out what that calling is, is by seeking and asking God. Amen? Amen. In Him we have also received an inheritance, because we were predestined according to the plan of the one who works out everything in agreement with the purpose of His will, so that we who who has already put our hope in Christ, might bring praise to His glory. Right? What we just did today. We bring praise to His glory. When we come in here to praise and worship God, we're bringing praise because of God's glory. God is a glorious God, and He is deserving of our praise. Amen? Amen. In Him you also were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you believed. The Holy Spirit is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the possession to the praise of His glory. And we are God's possession. We belong to God. Amen? And what did it just say until the redemption of the possession until the catching up of God's possession which is us the saints his children on earth to be with him Amen When I served in the military I raised my right hand and I swore an oath to serve and, to serve our country And when I did that, I became the possession of the United States government. We do the same thing when we profess and believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and we make him our Lord in our heart. We do the same thing, but ours is an eternal. It's an eternal possession. Just like I still believe it is when you honor, when you raise your right hand to serve your country, you're doing that for your life, to honor and to protect, to serve our country. It's no different. You're doing it here on earth. It's within a lifetime. But when you do it with the in the kingdom in mind, the kingdom is eternal. We're eternal beings. It's forever. It's forever. Not even death will wipe out that. Amen? Amen. God has given us the scriptures, his word. As a hope. As a hope. Hebrews 11, verse 1, Joe. I'm getting you off guard here, but you can find it faster than I can. My Bible's new and I don't have markers. Hebrews 11, verse 1. This way. Find it. This is what it means to trust God. And this is what we have to do in 2024. The whole thing of my sermon is we need to be trusting God more and more in 2024, the new years to come. This is what it means to trust God. We will be sure about the things we hope for and confident in the things we do not see. You want to go back to 1-1? One, one? Yeah, thank you. What is faith? It is the confident assurance of what we hope for is going to happen. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So faith. Faith is being confident in what we hope for and being assured of the things that we cannot see. So there are things that are going to take place in 2024 that we might not understand or know. But what we have to do is trust God in all things because God is sovereign He has a plan for you, and His plan for you is good. Amen? Just like I read in Ephesians 3 through 4, He has promised us things, and these are the things that we need to hold on to. He has promised us blessings. If you read 1 Ephesians 3 through 14 again, you will note there there's blessings that God promises His people. That he's also redeemed us. He's forgiven us. Because I'm going to tell you, the devil is going to tell you that you're not forgiven, that you have not been redeemed, and you do not deserve a blessing. But God says, no, you are blessed. You have been redeemed. You have been forgiven. You have been given wisdom and understanding. You have had the mysteries made known to you, which is, I believe, the way to... His kingdom through Jesus Christ. He's given us an inheritance. And not only that, but He has sealed us with the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, the devil is a copycat. The devil is a copycat. The devil wants you to take the mark of the beast. And he's copying what God has done with the Holy Spirit by marking you with the Holy Spirit. The devil can't create anything. He just tries to copy what God is doing. God has done all that for us. So we don't have to be afraid of what's to come. All we need to do is stand on his word, remember those things, and trust God. Put our hope in God God. Even though we might not see the blessing, we take faith in knowing that God is faithful. Amen? Amen. God has done all that for us, so we don't have to be afraid of what's coming. And we know what's coming, because God wrote it down in His Word. You know? Your enemy hates that. Your enemy hates it that we know that he is a defeated foe. Your enemy, the devil, hates it that you he knows that we know that he's going to be tossed in the lake of fire when it's all said and done and that we're going to reign with Christ in eternity forever. The enemy knows that and he hates it. When we know what's coming, And we don't have to be a prophet. I'm not a prophet at all. I can't, I'm not a prophet, but what I know is what I read in God's Word. I know what's coming because God has told us ahead of time. It doesn't take a rocket science or a prophet to tell you what's going to happen. God has already wrote it down. On what's going to happen, we just need to know it. And we need to Know that no matter what happens, a thousand may fall on my left, ten thousand may fall on my right, but I'm focused on Jesus, I'm focused and trusting on God. No matter what happens, He's got my back, He's got me covered, I'm under His blessings. And not only that, but He says in the end times, in Joel chapter 2, verse 28 through 32, He says that. After all these things that God is going to do, and I suggest you read Joel chapter 2 from the beginning so you can understand this scripture. All these things, he said, After you see all these things happen, then I will pour out my spirit on all humanity. Then your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your old men will have dreams, and your young men will see visions. I will even pour out my spirit. On the male and female slaves in those days, I will display wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood, fire, and columns of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness. And there you go, Ephraim, a solar eclipse that's coming in 2024, a complete solar eclipse. And aren't you going to go to Buffalo to see the full thing? There you go. He told me all about it. A complete solar eclipse. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood, which we have. I got a picture on my phone of a blood moon that we took in my front yard years ago with the kids. Before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes, then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved for there will be an escape. Do you hear that? I like that. There will be an escape. It makes me think of Thessalonians. When the trumpet blows and the calling up of the saints are caught up in the sky. The rapture. There will be an escape. For those on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem. As the Lord promised among the survivors. The Lord calls. Amen. That's what's going to happen. And I believe we might see that prophecy. You know, they said it was fulfilled back in Acts. I believe it's yet to be fulfilled completely until the very last days, until the end of these days. God is going to do that. And I believe it's starting. It's starting. That's what I'm looking for in 2024. Don't put your faith in men. Don't put your faith in men, your jobs, your money, the economy. But put your faith in God. And remember all these promises that he has for you. Remember them. Ponder them. You know, like Mary treasured and pondered up all these things that happened to Jesus when he was born, the wise men come in, the shepherds praising and worshiping God because the heavens were opened up you know the angel of the Lord coming to Mary, the angel of the Lord going to Joseph telling him that you need to escape to Egypt for a while after leaving Bethlehem when Herod sent out his men to kill all the babies, he said Mary treasured up all these things We are living in the most exciting and glorious times. You know, we're living in biblical times, the biblical end times. And I'm looking forward to seeing what God is going to do in 2024. We can take, we can be excited about it. and And we can take our hope and our faith in God. Or we can go into chaos and let the world control us. We have those choices. God's given us a peace. He's the Prince of Peace. Amen? Almighty God is the Prince of Peace. That means we can have peace. We can have joy. right? Don't let the enemy steal your joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's right. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Don't let the enemy rob your joy. Don't let the enemy shut your mouth. Let, the, let, let his praises flow from you like a river of life flowing out of your belly. Amen? Amen? Amen. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I look forward to this coming year, 2024. I pray, Lord God, that your will will be done because I know it's going to be done because you are sovereign, Lord God, here on this earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, I pray that you would just bless your people today, bless this coming year, I pray your Holy Spirit would pour out upon them like never before, like we would experience the Joel 2 prophecies. Lord God, of your coming, of your Holy Spirit, of dreams and visions and prophecies, Lord God, I pray this, Lord God, over our people. I pray this over our family in Jesus' name. I pray a special protection over this year, Lord God, over our family, that you would cover us and that you would keep us and that you would keep the enemy far from us, that you would bless us, and that you would provide your personal protection for us. And Lord God, I pray this, I pray that you would prosper us, you would prosper the work of our hands, prosper this ministry, that you would prosper our workplace. Lord God, as we give you all the glory and praise, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Thank you, and have a great new year. See you next year.